I mapped out the business for 2022 with the idea in mind of what would I do if it all worked? And that's what I held myself to. Now, everything didn't work, okay? And I really need you to hear that. Everything didn't work. But who I became through the things that worked and through the things that didn't work and by holding myself to that standard was super beneficial. Hi, welcome to the show and thank you so much for being here. I wanted to share an incredible free resource with you that's been a money game changer for more than a thousand women and a few men too. My Money Wounds Quiz will quickly diagnose your top money wounds and then you'll get access to a free masterclass on how to heal them. I get comments all the time sharing how life-changing this resource is and no one can believe it's free. Just go to moneywoundsquiz.com to get started. Hello and welcome to the M Makes Money show. I'm coming at you from my office wearing a winter coat and drinking hot tea. It is so chilly in here, but I'm also just like feeling so high on life. Jeff and I went to see Abraham Hicks live at a workshop in Los Angeles over the weekend. And it was my first time seeing Abraham and we had such a beautiful time. And I really had some amazing takeaways. I might do a whole podcast episode on that. But I also went on TikTok and shared my top seven takeaways. And that video went viral. It's got 26,000 views on it. I gained over 700 followers overnight and have just been receiving so many comments, so many shares. It's unlocked new features on TikTok because once you get over 1,000 followers, then you can go live. Then people can message you. And that's actually been a manifestation that I've been working on is going viral. So it felt really, really good and so fitting that it really was like a co-creation with Abraham. I know it's so effortless, the content creation. I literally just read the seven bullet points that I wrote down in my notebook while I was at the workshop. So that was so fun. And I've been wanting to record a 2022 year in review. I actually did a lot of my reflection on the year in December, but in December, the numbers aren't finalized. Then it's been a minute. Of course, now the numbers have been finalized and I just haven't had time to do it. But I think there is a part of me, honestly, that sometimes hesitates to put a line in the sand or stick the flag in the ground and say, this was the best thing that happened this year or whatever. There feels something, I don't know, like a finality to it that I don't love. And nevertheless, here I am, and we're just going to do it. And I Googled 2022 year in review questions. I've not looked at them and planned out answers. So we're just going to give the caveat that I will be answering on the fly. I will be giving intuitive responses and just trust that whatever comes through is true and perfect. And there may be other best memories or best lessons and all that kind of thing. The superlatives sometimes make me feel a little bit boxed in, if I'm being honest. And I don't know, maybe some of you feel that way too. Nevertheless, it's not a reason to not recap the year because 2022 was a pretty darn incredible year. I think I'm just going to start with kind of a highlight reel. That's something that I led myself and some of my clients through when we were doing our visioning workshop for the new year. So some of my highlights from 2022... We had a great in-person meeting with some of our agency team. I was in Sedona for New Year's Eve last year and just spending time with one of my best friends. And we were pulling cards and 
writing letters to ourselves and just doing all of the ritualistic things that I love to do at that time of year. I created my new logo for my business in 2022. In January, I went to Toronto and did a little retreat with Cassie Howard and Selena Gray. And that was a really beautiful way to start the year from money mindset and actual financial perspective because we sold a lot of stuff while we were together. And we opened up a container called the Millionaire's Lounge. And so we started the first six weeks all together inside the Millionaire's Lounge, which felt so fitting and appropriate and was true for me because I had a million dollar year again in 2022. My sister came out to visit. We met a lot of friends through Phase Softball that have turned out to be really beautiful friendships that have developed and followed us into other sports. And it's just like such a good reminder that some of the things that feel more fixed or feel like they're going to take time don't have to take time. Like you can literally meet somebody tomorrow and just feel like you have a nice connection with them. And a month later, you feel like you've been besties for years, even though you've just met each other. In March and in September, I went to Sedona and went on very special and spiritual retreats. One of my good high school friends came down to visit. I was featured in Goss Magazine. We went to Mexico City. They started violin. I got to do VIP days with Sally and Erica, like two of my favorite clients. And the VIP days are so fun because it's just like the perfect mix of bougie and just energetic upgrades and also kind of rolling up the sleeves and saying, all right, so let's put some of this energetic and goal setting into aligned action. What do we want to do here and getting tactical? JJ started ice hockey. I was invited to speak at an event. We did a trip to wine country. I got to visit one of my business besties for my birthday. And I had so much fun selling all through my birthday weekend. Hundreds of clients got to come in to different offers, which just felt so abundant and so celebratory. I played around with different branding of my Instagram and my programs. Faye and I flew to Michigan for my nephew's graduation open house. My friend Tasha came down and we did a launch party celebration of her with some mastermind sisters. I got to work with a personal stylist for the first time in preparation for a photo shoot. I started getting my nails done and that's been a whole situation if you listen to that podcast episode, but overall, something is definitely on the highlight reel. Jeff and I took a couple's trip up to San Francisco. We got to see the Yankees play. We got to see Dave Chappelle live. My October retreat was so beautiful, so abundant in Palm Springs. We did just some incredibly next level wealth activations. I started Pilates. We went to Hawaii and we did the Disney cruise. So, so much travel and so many like sweet moments in between in 2022. Now, there were, of course, also some plot twists for the year, things that didn't go according to plan or felt really challenging and I had to work through. And I try to be pretty transparent on here. So if you listen to my monthly recaps, I've shared a lot of those. But just challenges with an important family member where I was just feeling very, very triggered by some behavior and actually sought out some counseling to 
help understand my role in perpetuating this and what sort of deep-seated pattern was going on. We lost agency clients over the year, which is part of being an agency owner. It happens, but it often feels painful or unexpected, or it can trigger feeling rejected. And so navigating those endings is always a challenging piece of the year. I hired a couple agencies and a couple meaning two and had bad experiences with both of them being the client, unfortunately. I had a challenge with an important family member just really not seeing things through the same perspective as me and wanting to share that publicly on social media and that just triggering all of my fears around it not feeling safe to be controversial because it risks my belonging. And so working through that, some of our best friends moved this year and just navigating the grief of that and not having them so close and challenges selling some of the coaching packages that I actually felt like really lit up about, but clients were slower to say yes to them than I would have preferred. Those were definitely some of the plot twists that I had for the year. And then I sort of asked myself, like, what are the lessons that I want to keep moving forward? Because some of the negative aspects of the plot twists we get to leave behind in the past year, but we do want to carry the lessons forward. And so some of the lessons were that slow is fast. The universe is always helping to build churn into business projections that even making the wrong moves gets you further ahead than inaction. Selling something all year feels kind of meh and that it's better to have enrollment windows and more focused times when I'm selling it and that it's safe to be controversial. So at a high level, that was kind of the vibe of 2022. Overall, from a financial perspective, the agency did $1,062,371. My coaching business did $223,499. And the e-com biz that we wound right down did $48,065. So that was a grand total of cash collected in 2022. So I am sneaking up on $7 million in lifetime cash collected across all the different business channels, which is pretty cool. So stay tuned because that milestone will probably be in the next couple of months. To give you a little monthly breakdown, I can do it for coaching. I don't have it easily accessible for the agency, but 2022 recap month by month for coaching revenue was 34,273. February, 5,953. March, 15,639. April, 22,683. May, 30,203. June, 21,446. July, 15,508. August, 11,872. September, 18,059. October, 16,898. November, 15,181. December, 15,784. For that grand total of $223,499. So I would say that like one of the things that I'm most proud of in 2022 was really just 
the unfolding and the building and the steady feeling of my coaching business. It really felt, oh yeah, this is working. This works. This is a real thing. And I'm proud of myself because at the end of 2021, I mapped out the business for 2022 with the idea in mind of what would I do if it all worked? And that's what I held myself to. Now, everything didn't work, okay? And I really need you to hear that. Everything didn't work. But who I became through the things that worked and through the things that didn't work and by holding myself to that standard was super beneficial. And again, spending January with my friend Cassie, who at the time, like her coaching business, I think was doing like $300,000 cash months. And I think she's doubled that over the course of the year. She's doing multi-million dollars every year in her coaching business. And she was, people don't always buy my stuff. And she was talking about how she had recently tried to sell a mastermind and only one person had signed up. And that was so helpful for me to hear because in my mind, her business was on such a pedestal and it was, oh, everybody just jumps into everything that she puts out and everyone buys everything right away. And to hear that that wasn't true and that she didn't make that mean anything. She was like, yeah, but I'm never reliant on one thing selling. I always have so many different offers and so many different ways that people can pay me that no one thing has to hit and has to be super successful. And that really takes the pressure off. And so I really embodied that perspective. And also when we were together in January, I really got the feeling of what it felt like to have sales coming in all the time. And it felt so abundant. And it really gave me a new appreciation for lower ticket and higher volume. And so I really got into the vibe of getting paid every day. Now, do I always get paid every single day? No, it doesn't always happen. Sometimes it really depends on what I'm selling and how many people I have on payment plans and different things like that. But just having that intention and being in that vibe, I guarantee you I got paid and I had so many more transactions in 2022 than I otherwise would have. And I actually looked at some numbers around how many people I got to work with during the year and what different countries they came from. And it was really quite eye-opening and it made me feel so proud because I never set out to create an international business. I never set out to have hundreds of transactions. And yet it happened. I'm like, wow, that's so wild to me. So in 2022, we had 302 transactions and served clients in 16 countries. USA, Austria, Canada, Finland, Belgium, Hungary, Ireland, Australia, UK, Spain, India, Germany, France, Netherlands, Mexico, and Switzerland. The other cool thing that I did was look at the 223,000 cash and see where most of that came from. So 93,000 of it came from my high-level mastermind. 50,000 came from one-on-one coaching. 37,000 came from retreats and VIP days. 12,000 came from Money Wound Medicine, which is my signature evergreen program. And then 11,000 came from a lower ticket mastermind. And I think that left, I don't know, 30,000 or something like that. And that came from just a bunch of different programs and offers. So it was really helpful to look at my business and see which things moved the needle the most. 
and which things felt the most effortless and which things I was most inspired to sell and how that actually translated into the numbers. So if you haven't done something like that for yourself, I highly recommend it. And it's never too late. If you're listening to this and you're like, ah, it's already February or it's already March, it's not too late. It's never too late to look and see where the money is actually coming from in your business and check in and see if that feels really good or if there are shifts that you want to make and if that changes what you want to promote moving forward. So highly recommend doing that. I'm going to look at some of these questions to see if it leads us in any interesting directions about 2022 and recapping the year. What is the best thing that happened in 2022? There were so many incredible things, so many just amazing highlights. I could say swimming with the sea turtle. I could say booking a trip to Egypt. I could go in so many different directions with it. But I really think just the emergence of this business felt so, so, so incredible. So I'm going to say that. What new skills did you learn? I think I became a better public speaker, a better interviewer. Definitely at the very end of the year, I started really learning the strategy behind creating short form content. I think my channeling got better during 2022 as well. How did you have fun? So I had so much fun doing family things and through the kids, like the kids' sports, the kids' activities, travel, vacation. And I also had a lot of fun without the kids too, being on retreat, both as the client and as the facilitator, doing little getaways with Jeff, doing getaways with girlfriends. We had a lot of fun with Jeff playing the guitar and doing sing-alongs with friends. We had so many pool parties over the year. Those are the moments that stick out as the major highlights. Let's see. What was the best decision you made? Okay. I feel stumped by that one. So we're going to skip it for the moment. How did you fail? I think I shared a lot of those failures, but I would also just say overarching now, as I look back on it, I do still think that there was some lingering hard money wound and just feeling, especially around the agency, a feeling of, oh, this is just how it is. And this is what it's like to run an agency. And this is what it's like to be working with these kind of brands. And I actually don't want that to be true. But because I was taking those beliefs as truth, it maybe set us up for a little bit of a rougher road than it needed to be. What got in the way of your success? I mean, me, always. We're always our own upper limit, but that's okay. And I really feel so good and so satisfied with where I'm at and trust that I'm always getting better. I'm always evolving. What would you do differently if you could? I'm going to say nothing that I had to get all of the lessons that I got. And I shared some of the lessons that I want to take forward, but I'm not going to say that I would go back in time and do it differently. What did you let go of? Perfectionism, for sure. I took a lot more messy action. I went with a lot of offers that were very half-baked and just threw them out there. And then once somebody bought them, then once somebody said they wanted the link, then I built the link. It's not that the offer was half-baked in the sense that I didn't think I could fulfill on it. Very important distinction. I knew I could do it well, but it was like, oh, let me just throw it out here. And if somebody's interested, then I will go to the effort of making the order form so that I can collect their payment and we'll actually do it. What did you learn about yourself? I think I really was able to reconcile the part of me that 
really desires so much safety and stability in life and relationships and with money and just not make that a bad thing, but actually let that be really good. The fact that I'm so grounded, I'm not in such a rush for things to come about sometimes lacks excitement in my mind, but I actually think it's my superpower. Just like learning that about myself and owning it was really helpful. What's the best compliment you receive? Some of these questions, they're really assuming that I have a much better memory than I have. I'll tell you a compliment that I received actually right now in 2023, but it's on the top of my mind. So just recently had a call with a one-on-one client and she was so beautiful. She's like, it is like your soul is talking to my soul, Emily. It feels every question that I had in my mind, some of them that I couldn't even think to ask that you answered every single one. I feel so good. I feel so excited about my life. My heart is dancing right now. What? That felt so incredible to receive. And I want to compliment myself because my receivership has gotten so good that I can really let that stuff land and like really feel it in my heart chakra and in my solar plexus, which is the identity center in the body. And I really, really, really let that stuff penetrate. I'm not in a rush to deflect or to turn the attention back on the client, but I just really let it land. So yay me. How kind were you to yourself? I was very kind to myself in 2022. I will give myself a lot of credit for that. In general, I'm very kind to myself. Something that I could work on, I think, would be being kinder to specifically Jeff and Faye. I think I can be overly critical with them and nitpicky and feel triggered by certain things with them that where I don't extend the same kindnesses to them that I would to myself or to others. That is something that I will continue working on because I love them so dearly. And I really want the overwhelming feeling that they feel for me to be love, not criticism. Other questions. How did you live by your core values? For most of the year, I would spend some time connecting in to source or my higher self in meditation before taking action and before going out into my day. And that is definitely one of my core values. And it really helps me center my day and center my activity around inner alignment and inner attunement. I also really prioritized family time. I prioritized volunteering at Faye's school. I prioritized volunteering through the kids' sporting events, you know, being the team mom and hosting the parties and things like that. That felt really important to me. And it would have been easy to let somebody else do it, but I'm really proud of myself that I took the actions in alignment with who I wanted to be. What did you do for your career growth? I continued to invest in myself and invest time and money and energy and dedication and love into the unfolding and the becoming and allowing myself to step more into my power and more into my purpose and more into alignment with my soul. And I find that it's very difficult for me and for many of my clients to do that if we don't have mentors and we're not in masterminds and we're not working with healers and coaches and people that 
really can help us hold that vision and can help us see what we can't see ourselves. So I was absolutely consistent in those types of investments and it very much paid off. How did your relationships with family, friends, work evolve? I'm going to focus on family and friends because actually I think that's where there was a lot of evolution in 2022. I actually felt a distancing with my immediate family, not because anybody did anything wrong or because there were any big arguments or anything like that. Although we certainly had some differences in perspective around the pandemic and vaccines and mask mandates and all that kind of stuff. But nevertheless, I really think there was just maybe some natural distancing that happened. And it took a little bit of reconciling on my behalf because there is kind of like the grieving of the loss of closeness and deciding to go on the Disney cruise over the holidays instead of spending the holidays with family, even though that was actually a very joyous decision and we really loved the experience it still came with some feelings of sadness that like, wow, it's really just the four of us together for the holiday. It just wasn't the way that it was for either Jeff or I growing up. And so sometimes that can feel a little bit scarcity or loss or grieving. And we just let ourselves feel that. In the relationships with friends, I mean, I definitely have felt like a shift and a changing of my personal friend group over 2022 and and even like 2021 as well. Like over the last couple of years, there were some friends that I had felt very close to previously. And as I changed and evolved, I was able to recognize some unhealthy patterns and some ways that I was clinging and gripping to the way that I wanted the friendship to look. And I really wanted some friends to give more than they could give. And again, had to just let that fall away. Because once I looked at what they were actually willing to give, I was like, "Mm, okay, that actually doesn't fit all that well with what I want to receive. And so rather than try to force it, can I just loosen my grip? And it didn't mean exactly letting go of the friendship, but it just meant a distancing and kind of a right-sizing of the friendship to be more circumstantial, like, oh, when it works out, we hang out and maybe a little bit more surface level. And that was okay because at the same time, I was cultivating more friendships where there was a lot of depth and a lot of the woo-woo and the spiritual and things that feel so important for me to have. And because I was getting that from friendships where it felt very reciprocal and we both wanted to be doing that kind of thing, then it took the pressure off of other friendships and allowed them to just be what they were and to let us laugh or let the kids play or let it be fun and let it be basic. We just enjoy hanging out in the pool and having some drinks and that's fine. So lots of lessons around those evolving relationships. I think that's the last question that I'm going to answer, but I'm so grateful those questions were there. It really helped me get clarity on honoring 2022. The last thing that I will say that I'm so proud of that we did last year is we eliminated a business that created $3 million in lifetime revenue. And we did it with ease. We did it without feeling scarcity. And that's in huge part thanks to my coaching business because it just grew and filled in whatever the gap would have been and did it in such an effortless way because I love this work so much that it was so 
easy and joyful to have this business grow. And it also felt so good to wind down the other business because it was creating that space. And I think often a lot of people don't understand it. And I may even do a full episode on this. Wait, why didn't you sell that business? They just don't understand. And I get it because on the outside, I would have asked that question too. But that my honest truth is that by the time I really concluded that I was done with it, I was done. And it felt any additional time and effort in that direction had too high of an opportunity cost. It was taking away from what I felt that I wanted to build and what I was building and where money wanted to flow to me. And so rather than being in the scarcity mode of I'm going to be losing on this revenue or getting into my ego of, oh, people aren't going to believe that it actually was a successful business because if it was successful, why wouldn't we sell it? That doesn't make any sense. It would sound so much better if you said that you sold that business. My ego had a lot of words around that, and my ego really wanted us to sell the business. But I went as far as talking to a business broker, and we actually did list the business briefly, and we talked to a couple potential buyers. And the writing was on the wall. Like it was going to be a lot of effort to sell it. By the way, if you're listening to this and you've never thought about it, it is effort to sell your business. It is not just here it's listed, here are the keys, take it over, goodbye. There oftentimes have to train up the people who are buying. There has to be some overlap. They want a million different records of everything. They want to see the numbers sliced 8,000 ways. They want explanations of every little thing that they don't understand. And the whole thing just felt so exhausting to me that I didn't want to do it. And so I didn't do it. And just like giving myself the permission slip that like, nope, we're just going to wind down the business. That's it. It has felt so freeing every step of the way. And I'm super proud of us for just doing it with ease and charting our own course and not letting someone else's definition of success dictate what we needed to do with that business. I feel super humbled and grateful for another million dollar plus year in 2022. I can't wait to see what's ahead in this new year. And as you know, I will be sharing it with you every step of the way. So thank you so much for being a listener. Thank you so much for tuning in. Slide into my DMs. Tell me what you'd like to hear more of on the show. Share any episodes that are really making a big difference for you. It means the world. I really appreciate you. I'm sending you all my love and I will talk to you soon. Listeners like you make this show what it is. So thank you for tuning in. Please subscribe, leave a review and share this show with someone you love. I always appreciate listener feedback. So feel free to slide into my DMs on Instagram at mmakesmoney as well. And if you want to explore hiring me as your money healer and business mentor, head to emilywilcox.com to explore. Until next time, I'm sending you all the magic money vibes.